The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to Jesus along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show no deference to anyone, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this and whose title? They answered, The emperor's. Then Jesus said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left Jesus and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. So, who has a coin in their pocket right now? How many of you have a coin with you that's not in a purse? A couple, and one young one as well. I used to love my little black coin purse. I would carry it with me everywhere. I wanted to use it so all the coins, all the change, wouldn't jingle jangle against my keys. And sometimes it was fun, instead of paying with dollar bills, to have exact change, a dollar and 77 cents, and take it from the coin purse. No more. <laughs> I never carry coins. Most people say, or a lot of people say, they don't even carry cash anymore which you can see sometimes in our offering plate because most people give online in our congregation. So back to coins, can you name whose head, whose face is on all of the major coins? I could bring a microphone out and check. <laughs> can, you, can you answer whether all the coins have the words in God we trust in them? Yes, is the answer. Well, speaking of faces on coins, the religious authorities are in Jesus' face in today's gospel, plotting how to trap him. After all, Jesus is challenging authority, both political and religious, and it's all leading to Jesus' arrest and eventual death. And there's a trick question. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Well, there's that theme of taxes again. They always come up. Taxes being unpopular or at least controversial then and now. We could ask, how do you feel about the government? How's the government doing? How do we work for the common good? How do we support those most vulnerable in our society? And what do you think about the new tax plan? What would Jesus say? Would he answer that trick question or give an enigmatic answer like he does in the gospel? So, 
Jesus asks to see the coin. Now remember, the Jews are under foreign occupation. Coins have the image of the emperor, Caesar, on them. Caesar was considered a god. Graven images are idolatrous. Even holding a coin with that image on it, not so good to do. How ironic then, that the Pharisees are the ones who have a coin in their pocket, so to speak. Jesus asked, whose head's on it? No one can get that question wrong. The head, the image of Caesar is on it. So Jesus answered to that trick question, give to Caesar, give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and give to God the things that are God. Well, that's clear, isn't it? What does that mean? What does that mean for us? Now, for some, this text affirms the clear divisions between church and state, or even between faith and politics. For others, it implies that we should honor the government as a source for good in the world. But what about the controversial topics, Pastor? What about in God we trust on coins? Are we a religious or Christian nation? What about having American flags in churches, as many do? What about taking a knee? Does that disrespect our country? If Jesus isn't going to answer these trick, hard questions, could this sermon settle them all once and for all? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, at one point, Martin Luther, because you know, the last two months are Martin Luther and Reformation all the time. Martin Luther suggested that God works through spiritual means in the church and through temporal means to maintain peace and civility in society. However, there are two sides to a coin. Things are more complicated than that. Studies show that many Americans find it impossible to imagine our president not being Christian or at least religious. But did you notice in our first reading, God uses Cyrus. Now Cyrus is Persian, Cyrus is Gentile, and Cyrus is pagan. God uses Cyrus to bring about divine purposes. Cyrus, who doesn't even know the Lord, is called God's anointed. What gives? But wait a minute. What we're trying to say is that both spiritual and secular leaders can serve the common good. But have you read the newspaper the last years? There can be corruption in religion and in government. Luther got that right, too. Everyone, without exception, is motivated both by godly purposes and by sinful, selfish ones. And that's what makes this venture into faith and politics, shall we say, complicated. There's no question, as this congregation would affirm, that we are to bring our faith into the public square into government as we raise our voices on behalf of those on the margins. But dividing the world into things that belong to God and things that belong to the emperor or government may not always be helpful. All the world belongs to God, and we are called to take the words we sing and say here out the doors, into our workplace and communities, into our homes and schools, into voting booths and onto the streets.
But trick question, what do you do when your conscience is at odds with government? Well, the Oxford Confession, a major Lutheran document from the 16th century, says that we should be subject to political authority, but if a law or precept contradicts our faith, we obey God alone. So back to that enigmatic phrase about Caesar and giving to God. Remember, there's an image of Caesar on the coin. Give to God the things that are God's, though. What does that mean? Think of it. Think of it. We are coined in God's image. Think of it. We are stamped with God's very nature. Think of it. We are created with divine spark. No big deal, you say. We, we knew that. Until we realized that other human beings are created in the divine image as well including those we disparage and deplore, including those we slam on Facebook or in other places. The problem today for you and me is that we have such certainty that we're right. When we no longer listen to people who disagree with us, we come off as smug and arrogant, not the image of God, and not honoring the image of God in others. But again, thank goodness for our Lutheran message of grace in which God always first forgives us, first reconciles and accepts us, and then gives us the courage to get up again after we fall and fail. Trick question. Is this reading in the lectionary because it's the time of year for stewardship when pastors preach about money? Well, actually, no. We're reading through Matthew's Gospel, and it just happens to appear right as we begin our generosity appeal. But it does invite us to take a look at how we use our time, our money, and what we hold dear. Full disclosure, I give to WBEZ. I listen to WBEZ. But when the pledge drive comes on, I change the station. <laughs> But before you tune me out, our generosity appeal here is not going to be a hard sell. You're going to hear stories, faith stories, of what this community and what someone's participation in Holy Trinity means to them, how it's important to their spiritual lives. And I hope that you will join me in discovering the freedom of living generously. You may not have a coin on you this morning, and I don't, except for the coin purse I brought to show you today. But you are God's treasure. Holy Trinity has a radical welcome because every human person is worthy of dignity and respect. In other words, because all people are coined in the divine image, we give to God. We join the hard work of caring for our vulnerable earth and for our siblings, both friend and foe, and let's just say it, it's hard work. But in all the trick questions of life, and because of mercy alone, it isn't God we trust. Amen. <laughs>